With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coming up, the New Jersey Devils bounce back in a game that seemed all but lost. We break down the late 30 seconds that clinched the victory and then go high level from everything on the performance on the ice to the man behind the bench. We dive in on it all coming up next. Yes, sir. It's DPL, the Devil's Puck Luck Podcast, where you know that we are your hosts over here, Adam Arbrecht, over there, Danny McDonough. And it was the game that could have been, and in many ways still seems like, the lightning rod for the fan base, the great debate around Lindy Ruff, around VTech. We're going to get to all of that. But thankfully, before that happens, we also get to talk about a comeback victory against the Islanders, a game that really, for much of it, Danny, did not feel like the devils were going to pull out yeah the, the first period weren't bad you know I, I thought the play was very even the uh, first period um second period looked pretty bad um when Oops. it comes from on a, on a whole level defensively um third period was what the devils have been doing right it's you overcome that 4-2 deficit to win the game 5-4 the offense we have the ability to come back on any team and you saw that so I, i'm gonna mark this one down 20 games into the year this one is an important one um being 9-10 and 1 is is a big difference than being 10-9 and 1 you know yeah. and only two points away from the uh, flyers who we play thursday night so I, I mean this is a big big win especially in regulation against a metro division rival Devils uh, outshot the Islanders. They won the faceoffs 58 and a half percent. That's typically what they do. Power play, as you mentioned, uh, you know, some opportunities here. One of the few times this season where the Devils were on the power play four times and mm-hmm. only converted one opportunity in there, even in terms of penalties taken, even in terms of um, the takeaways, excuse me, three to five in advantage of the Devils. Here's the big one. 22 block shots for the Islanders. I think as we look back, sometimes we'll find this theme where it's like, well, yeah, if not for the fact, and by contrast with the way sometimes the Devils' defense plays, mm-hmm. we look back and say, yep, a lot, a lot of blocked shots, a lot of opportunities that never quite got through. Go through the final sequence, though, 30 seconds in this game, four-on-four four madness, and it ends up being maybe a somewhat surprising player that steps up for the Devils. Yeah, listen, the third line was absolutely buzzing all night, the Holtz line with McLeod and Lazar, and, and I mm-hmm. love the fact that Lindy Ruff put them out there with 30 seconds left, offensive zone, Getting in there, McLeod doing what McLeod does. Puck possession, getting behind the opposition's net. Um, finds Lazar right there, you know, Lazar and buries it with 21 seconds left. So, you know, I love to see that it paid off for them. They were buzzing all night. 
And, yeah. and the fact, again, you know, that we scored that late, you know, to uh, – I think after Jack Hughes scored that third goal, by the way, too, I think we took all the momentum out of the out of the Islanders. So, you know, it, it's unbelievable to see. You root for Lazar hard because Lazar is a very, very tough player to play against, especially, you know, and he's, he's giving you 110% every single shift. So, you know, I was really happy for Lazar. 110? 110, 110. Wow. He, to me, to me, Lazar is the guy on the ice. Him and Palat, the last couple of games that have just been skating exceptionally well, and Holtz too. You know, exceptionally well, and digging for every puck and digging for every board battle. And you know, those are the guys that you want to see be able to put some points up. And you saw it with McLeod too. So you know, hats off to that third line. Big performance. Who are your Who are your top three 110 percent players on this Devils roster right now? In regards to shift by shift, or in regards to like how just who's given one hundred and ten percent? It's just it's 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 that extra ten percent. I, I want your top three. I I would put maybe McLeod in the mix there. I think along yeah, yeah. with Lazar, as you mentioned, and, and, and you know, Palat, give me a third guy. Palat as of Palat as of recently, you know, Palat the last three, four, five games. You know, I think that he's just been really immaculate on the boards. He's been one of the best Devils on the boards. Um, but McLeod, one hundred percent. McLeod, the faceoffs. You know, he just is always going to come out flying. Same with Lazar. And, and I'd say something like I would say something like Palat 110% for the last three or four games, then maybe like 68% for the start of the season, right? Like, so it's, it's nice. It's nice <laughs> to kind of move these percentages around. Now, I, I'm being tongue in cheek just around needing these effort guys. And when they put it together, that's how they get rewarded. And of course, as we've talked about, I love that Alexander Holtz, he's been shuffled around a little bit at the start of the year. He keeps trying to find a new home for himself, and he's been a productive player for this team. So I like that he's out there on the ice for that moment also. Now let's get to the real, the crux of it all. You mentioned there's, listen, 10, nine and one, you're, you're above 500. You've had a lot of injuries. We got another one now coming in here with the Dougster, Dougie Hamilton, but between the pipes, the yeah. reason why we might make the case that this game should not have been as close as it was, that the devils should have been able to bury the Islanders who have struggled this season is because VTech simply has not been even to use percentages. He hasn't been 70% of the goaltender that he was a year ago. Things that you and I talked about a lot during the playoffs, you know, situational awareness, getting from pipe to pipe with urgency. Those things seem to have regressed here. And, and it's really unfortunate because he's coming off of some career best marks a year ago. And it just looks like this is flat out, not a guy that can be a true number one. He's the quintessential guy that overachieved last year. I think if you're talking about the devils individually as players, mm. I think that he overachieved the most and, you know, this year, the regression is is egregious. You know, it's so obvious. And and the biggest thing to me, I think a lot of it is mental for him, too. You know, you know, the kind of person he is, you know, he seems like a fun guy. You know, he kind of wears his heart on his sleeve. You root for him, obviously. But he just looks very slow when when it comes to his positioning. You know, I, that, yeah. that first power play goal by the Islanders, you got to get over there, crease to crease, post to post and, and make that safe. You know, he was... He was there in plenty of time. He just didn't get set. You know, his positioning was bad. So you got to make that save, you know, nine times out of 10. And he's just not making those saves. But it, it, we're 20 games in. You and I have talked about it at the beginning of the year. The biggest question mark was goaltending, right? And we're here 20 games in, and it's a problem. You know, goaltending is a problem. And, and the fact that VTech has struggled the way he has, you and I are on the same page with this. You know, sometimes we have differing opinions when it comes to personnel and individual lines and pairings on defense. It's time for Akira. Like, what are we doing now? You know, VTech has had his shot. He is extremely underwhelming. He's in the bottom three in the league of starters, you know, that are taking the majority of the games for their teams. It's time for Akira. You know, give him the starting role. Give him that momentum to get a good couple games under his belt. He's shown you in his last few appearances, 
he can do it. You know, he has had some bad moments, obviously, this year as well. But the sample size is not nearly enough to really say that he's in the same boat as VTech. Yeah, 15 games played now for VTech, 46 goals against, and that's a minus 6.6 on goals saved above expected. He is fourth worst in the league right now when it comes to that category. And the 15 games for me, as you and I talked about, uh, this is really was predicated for me personally, going back to the playoff series last year and how Akira performed. He's obviously a young goaltender. He's a guy that you think can take that next step. I, uh, we talked about this, and we were pretty pretty darn close on in agreement of I would be giving it, I would have given the nod to start the year to Akira. That was me personally. I think you said at least having that split that made a lot more sense. When you talk about 20 games into this season and VTech has started 15, that's not enough. At a minimum, we said this ratio should be 60 40 split if you want to put it in favor of VTech early in the year. The fact that Akira hasn't started seven out of the first 20 games, maybe even eight, I could make the case for. That's my biggest frustration because you've seen him, as you said, he struggled in the shootout when he had that opportunity. He's had some bad games of his own. Like, let's not let's not frame this in a way where it's like, ah, Akira has been such a stalwart and he's being shunned from the opportunity. But the thing they haven't given him is the opportunity for consistency. You have time and time again given back to back, not back to back on the schedule, but game after game to VTech. And you have not afforded Akira to find that rhythm as a young goaltender and someone that has shown some, a lot of that natural instincts that we loved a year ago. I would like to see him get two, three games in a row here and see what that looks like. And by the way, you may end up resetting value for VTech by having him be the guy that comes in for a spot start and maybe puts it together for 60 minutes. Yeah, you're right. I, I mean, if we're going to only pay him 25 episode over, yeah, if you're only going to play him 25% of the time, why didn't you start him? as the starter in Utica to get more work. If you knew that he was going to be, a you know what? Uh, yeah. Drill down on that point, because we talked about this when it came to young players. And I think, you know, uh, with Nemich, that was a really big talking point for you and me. And it was like, listen, what are we going to do? Keep them up. And you, I think accurately displayed that it's about getting the work, getting the reps, needing that opportunity. And rough illustrated that point down the back end of the preseason. Likewise for Akira. Who gives a crap? Keep Blackwood here. What's the difference? If you're only going to start him once every fifth fifth game, why bother having him here, especially from a development standpoint? He's a young goaltender. We thought he would develop at the NHL level, and we're not seeing that opportunity. And, and, and it goes back to the same thing with Nemec. You know, it's, it's organizationally, what do the Devils want to do to grow these young kids, right? It's... Sure. And serving to competing now and, yeah. and building the future, right? Why not have Nico Dawes up? Why not have Keith Kincaid, if you're going to do that, as the backup to VTech, if he was going to be your true number one starter to give Akira that work, that much needed full season? You know, and now it doesn't matter now, right? Because VTech has just crapped the bed. He really has crapped right, the bed. Right. So, so the, so this, you solved the problem all on its own. Yeah, the performance hope, is now dictated. Yeah. And, and yeah, we sit here and hope that Akira is starting against the Flyers Thursday night. Uh, so you just hope. You know, and, and my worry is that if VTech is back in net, there, there's some kind of issue going on behind closed doors with why he's starting over Akira when clearly VTech has struggled badly. You know, and I understand that defense is not perfect. It's yes, we're a little below average when it comes to our defense. I want to say a little below. We, we are below average when it comes to our defense. But this is like, the problem is, is that great NHL teams are going to turn the puck over, period. We're going to they're going to turn the puck over. You need to have your goalie make some saves. Vitek has not made the saves. You know, he has to be able to make an occasional save to be like, ah, oh, thankfully we got Vitek there. He has not done that at all. Well, and so here's the last thing that I'll say on this before we turn our attention over to Lindy Ruff. And this has been a, a great debatable among the Devils fan base. That's, I think, for me, 
it's not that I don't care. The turnovers, you want your goaltender to stand on his head on occasion. But that was never the baseline that I set for VTech. My baseline was make the expected saves, right? Five on five hockey, playing reasonable defense. We know that's been a struggle at times here. Make the expected saves. That's where I'm most disappointed. Again, because if, if you told me that he was playing good hockey between the pipes and was getting absolutely murdered on odd man rushes and on sloppy turnovers, I'd say, okay, I can give him a marginal pass based on expectation. I never thought that VTech was a top five goaltender in the league, right? So serve the role that is meant for you. He yeah. has not served the role, right? You need to be consistent. You need to be reliable, as does the defense, as does the offense, everybody. It's a team-wide theme here. And that's what has been the most disappointing, is that sometimes, we talked about this a few games ago, there were moments when he's trying to freeze the puck, and he doesn't know, and it gets lost in the fold sometimes. But it was like half a dozen times in a single game. He didn't know if it was underneath his elbow, in between his legs, stuck inside the folds of his belly. And to your point, it's just like, it does not seem like you are tracking, reacting, and controlling the tempo in between the pipes the way this team needs to with the expectations that it has. We'll get back into this here if Danny has a follow-up on that and then turn our attention over to Lindy Ruff because this is the other thing that is now happening here, which quite frankly, you don't hear me get too fired up that often. I'm usually calming Danny down. I have no clue what some segment of the Devils fan base is talking about right now. We'll get into that here in just one second. First though, Got to remind you about our friends over at DraftKings. That's because you know the NFL season is going strong. Not for the Jets, not for the Giants, but other teams and overall the league is going strong. And DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking up new customers with an offer that's even stronger. Bet just 5 bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And you know that DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every single game day throughout the end of November, and then they'll dial it right back up into December. Get it on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet 5 bucks on the NFL. That's promo code THPN. Oh, yes, only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler. Visit www.100gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please pay responsibly on behalf of Boot Hills Casino Resort. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void. In our friends to the north, Ontario, Canada, bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. And now the other problem, Danny. VTech hasn't been great. We all get that. We want to see Akira. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Seems like there's a portion of the Devils fan base that believes Lindy Ruff is in fact the emblem that they wear and we see symbolically around the arena. He is the devil incarnate for a certain percentage of this of this fan base that I, and I cannot wrap my head around it. We talk about it all the time. I, I, I don't love the shuffling. I didn't love the way they handled Alexander Holtz, this, this preseason and training camp and into the regular. Don't get me wrong. I am not here to tell you that Lindy Ruff is perfect, but the world where you come out of last season and what that team accomplished with him at the helm, and then you come into this year with all the same expectations and a handful of key injuries to Jack, to Nico, 
I just I don't know what people are looking at when they think that Lindy Ruff is the bane of the devil's existence. The players have not performed to expectation. They got to get better and he needs to make tweaks and changes. But this is not I mean, put the laundry list up of things that are the problems with the New Jersey Devils right now. Lindy Ruff does not make the list for me. So give me a second here, right? Jack, Nico, Timo, Paula, Dougie Hamilton, Noshek, Miller. Some of the injuries we've had. Lazaro's banged sure. up a little bit. It's really difficult when you have all these injuries to, to put together a complete four-line system offensively with four lines that are rolling to get that cohesiveness. It's really difficult to put it all on the coach when you have this many injuries. But more so, I think I can flip this around. I think Holtz has developed extremely well this year, and I put a lot of that on Lindy Ruff and the coaching staff. I think that he is extremely smart with how he utilized Brendan Smith in the last three games and putting him on the wing with the injuries. He knew that Colin Miller was stepping in, was playing better defense than him on the last pairing, and he put him with Luke Hughes, and it worked out well. He also has bench players, no matter their stats, no matter the amount of money they're making a year, he's benched them, Timo, Marino. He benched Colin Miller in that second period after giving up that breakaway with the miscommunication on that second goal from the Islanders. I can go on. The list can go on. I think that it's unfair with what's happening right now with the Devils to say this is Lindy Ruff and his system. This is the same system we had last year. Siegenthaler, Hamilton, Marino for the first 15 games. Luke Hughes in his first year, he's a rookie. Kevin Ball in his first complete season. And a seventh D-man in Brendan Smith as your defense. They're underperforming. That's really what it is. They have underperformed and they've taken step backs personally, individually in their game. This system has not changed. And again, your defense is going to look even worse when your goaltending can't make a save. So everything is compounded here. And I think that if you brought up a great point, if you're going to blame Ruff that he's the issue, then you have to put it on Fitz too. Why aren't you putting it on Fitz as well that he didn't address the goaltending and the defense? You know, so it's a lot of it's all based to me. I understand why the fan base is questioning Lindy Ruff. I get it. I understand where they're reacting to situations that are happening in front of them, obviously, and seeing it from a very tight, closed window here, you know, but if you take a step back and look what we did last year to this year, nothing has changed systematically. So I think everybody needs to calm down a little bit when it comes to Lindy Ruff. I think if the devils miss the playoffs and we're healthy at the end of the year and we miss the playoffs, then we can have the conversation about Lindy Ruff and the future as him as the head coach of the devils. Yeah, I mean, listen, I want to get to the Fitz angle of this, too. And by the way, I don't need to heap a ton of responsibility on him, but the offseason had several key decisions that needed to be made. This is a team that chose to actively go more offensively minded, bringing back players, bringing in players like Toffoli, and chose to look at the defensive pairings and say, for the most part, addition of Miller, for the most part, we're, we're going to stand pat. And we're going to believe that we can get there with the players that we have in front of them. I can sit here and tell you that right now, there's only two points separating the Devils with the Flyers who are up there in third position. The Flyers have played two more games than the Devils have as well. They're going to see them coming up on Thursday night. Likewise for Washington, they've only played 18 games. They have two games in hand on the Devils. It's all good. It's all relative here early on. It's a quarter of the way through the season. And Danny and I, I think, you know, fairly say, this is when you do start this real heavy evaluation because from here until the trade deadline, it's going to be about are guys getting into form? Are we seeing the defense start to sort it out a little bit here? The fact that Colin Miller was injured to start the year and couldn't play might be one of the biggest factors in stabilizing those defensive pairings. Lindy Ruff, for all we know, but it said, 
I don't want Brendan Smith to be the sixth defenseman. I want him to be the seventh. I want him to be this little bit of a versatile weapon we can use if called upon. Instead, he has to. So he puts in with Luke Hughes, and that looks pretty bad for the most part. And you're waiting for these things to come into focus. On Lindy, uh, sorry, on Fitz here, real quick. It's there, man. I'll tie it into both of them. Can Lindy, what, what can Lindy Ruff do for VTech? What is he supposed to do? Go out and hold the stick for him and make the save, right? There's nothing you can do specifically to that that end. There's not a lot of coaching that goes on with who's playing between the pipes. At the Fitz level, you got to make a decision here. And in the offseason, you seemingly did. We like the development of Akira, and we believe that Vitek can be our starting goaltender. That has not panned out. So whether it was sacrificing Akira to go get a top guy because maybe Vitek doesn't have the trade cachet that, that we internally think he could have had or whatever it looked like, you had a lot of moves to make, a lot of money got spent, and none of it was on the goaltending. So if you want to create that list, at least at a minimum, we're now looking at that and saying, I don't think we're going to you know, turn around here in another 10, 15 games and say, oh, there's the Akira that, you know, the uh, sorry, the Vitek that we knew. This is a problem, and it's the problem that we thought they had in the playoffs, ultimately, and the problem that we knew we were going to have coming into the season. Look, it's, I think you and I can agree that Fitz did a phenomenal job when it came to his offseason and how 100%. he had those contracts. Yep. It's, it's now it, – we're 20 games in now, and we're seeing the holes. You know, it, it's A lot of it was trial and error. I, I think the goaltending was a trial and error thing where we said, listen, we're going to go with these guys. They deserve it because Vitek was awesome last year. Akira was excellent in the playoffs. And I think you take the chance on it. And we see that it's not working out real well right now. Akira still has that shot to be that number one goaltender. He really does because he doesn't have a big sample size. And he's going into, hopefully we see him start tomorrow, going into Philly tomorrow. It's a very winnable game. You know, it's same thing with Friday against San Jose. Another very winnable game. So I I still think, and I'm very confident to say this, that I think that Fitz is going to make a move for a defender, a, a Tanev. As a door off, I, I think that he's going to make a move. I think that's definitely in the cards. And I think that his his phone is always open and his ear is always open. And, you know, he's going to hear what he has to hear from specific teams with offers and just feeling around the league. He's going to be doing that. He's that kind of GM. My big issue here, my massive issue is this team is so young. And I understand that you're seeing everything 20 games into this season. This team defensively is so young. In our pipeline, we have really, really good defenders that are going to be on the NHL level in the years to come. Yeah, we overachieved last year, but there's no need to panic with what we have for our future. That's why I think that Fitz did a great job. But I still think that if you're going to put blame on Ruff, then you have to put it on Fitz this year. So I want to make that clear. I think that you and I both agree with that, that it's not a totality thing when it comes to the development of this team. We're talking about present time. You know, we're not talking yes. about what, yeah, what Fitz has done for the future development of this team. So, oh, of course. So I, I, that's why I'm, you know, very, very rough and Fitz kind of thing here. If you're going to blame rough here with his system, you know, it's, we know this too, Adam. You know, the Devils had the most comeback. And wins. extended. The, yes. the, the belief is here in the system. The, the GM extended the coach to say, we believe in the system. And then we believe in the players we're bringing in developing to serve that system. But the system worked last year. Yeah, we had. Listen, That's what I mean. But listen, maybe you take five wins away because we had so many comeback wins last year. And I know that was not going to carry over to this year. I think we all knew that. But we were still more of a consistent team when it came to individual players playing to the caliber we knew they could play. You know, and, and I think if you look at it now and you we will probably do this, we're going to give grades to each player. Yeah. Defensively, Dougie has been an F this year. Offensively, he's obviously going to well, be a spoiler alert. 
Oh, sorry. Well, you know, I got to throw it out there. Siegenthaler has been a D. You know, it's a, look at the year Siegenthaler had last Another year. grade. I mean, why do we even bother preparing for a show down the line here, Danny? If we're just going to give away all the grades yeah, now. Point being yeah. is it, it's all about the individual players, too. It's the fundamentals of hockey. It's the positioning. The system is the system. It's what they had last year. The Devils players know this system. You brought in new personnel. You brought in new players. But it wasn't like you completely ripped apart this team and got a completely new defense. There was right. guys here that were here last year. You know, Luke Hughes is stepping in, Ball's having a complete season. But, you know, we can't use the excuse constantly that it's the system. A lot of it's injuries. A lot of it's just the individual players need to play better. And I think that we need to take a step back and we need to realize that we're 10-9-1 with the amount of injuries that we just listed off is not the end of the world. There, Listen, a playoff position is only a certain amount of points away. I think it's six points. You can correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not sure the exact number. But we need to we need to just take a deep breath and realize that the Devils organization knows what's going on. They know there's an issue with goaltending. You know, they know there's an issue with defense that we have to improve the defense. But we cannot put this on the head coach right now unless, like I said, the Devils miss the playoffs and then we want to readdress it at the end of the year. And by and large, that's what it does feel like. The reaction is to maybe you do not like this system. Sure. Maybe that's what you have a problem with. And you feel like with the personnel, we'd be better suited with a different coach, a different system, a different style of play. That's kind of a different conversation, right? Right now, it's about who they have in-house and what they can accomplish. So coming up here in a second, we're going to take a little peek at that playoff uh, percentage, as Danny just talked about how far away this team is. And then we'll briefly highlight the upcoming schedule. And, and we'll also set the table for you as to when we will, even though Danny wants to give it all away now, grade every player top to bottom on this roster a quarter of the way through the season. We'll do that in just one second. After, I'll tell you about our friends over at, oh, buddy, you guessed it, it's Raycon. Now, we've been doing our thing with Raycon, talking about their incredibly comfortable in-ear fit headphones, 32-hour battery life. Fantastic. They've been known for their quality electronics, and they've also been known, quite frankly, for having, what, tens of thousands of five-star reviews on all of their products. But recently, oh, baby, recently, they started getting into some other products, some home products. For example, you go ahead and you think about brushing your teeth, you think about washing your face. And when you do that, you never really question that the water is going to be clean and it's going to be quality. But in fact, Raycon has provided you with a fantastic faucet filter that goes ahead and eliminates, as we get the official stats up here on the table, they go ahead and eliminate chlorine, heavy metals, and you know that it's going to be a must-have to ensure that you have that clean water running through your filters. Here's the other one, though. I haven't told you about this, guys, before. I have. Let me tell you again. Their five-star reviewed Magic 180 cable allows you to charge iOS devices, micro USB, and Type-C devices eight times faster with 100-watt delivery power. Oh, baby. It's good stuff. And to get everybody in on kind of the holiday spirit and beating some of those shopping crazes, they're going to go ahead and give you up to 20% on everything on their website and then all the way to 50% on select products as well. You beat the crowds for the holiday shopping. Save now, and trust me, you don't want to miss out on the Raycon early Black Friday sale. Hurry now over to buyraycon.com slash THPN. To get 20 to 50% off site-wide, that's buyraycon.com slash THPN. My turn, not yours, to score up to 50% off on Raycon products. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN. Oh, he got there in the end. They tried to throw him a curveball. Guys, 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 guys. From a percentage standpoint, Danny, what do you think the percentage is right now in this moment, 20 games in, for the Devils to make the playoffs? 72%. 
Wow. 64.3. Danny, a little bit more bullish. That's okay, though. This is all based off of moneypuck.com. They're, they're, they're crunching the numbers. We like their odds there. But here's the best part about it. Only a 64% chance to make the playoffs, but a little over 33% to make the second round. So even though it may be hard for them to get there, they're certainly in line maybe to make some noise when they do. Top of the list here, Dan, we talk about it. Here's some things that are going to upset you, though. 92.3% for the Rangers. Ugh, that stings. Carolina. 86.2%, not great. Even the Pittsburgh Penguins, 68, 69.8%. So there are teams ahead of them in the pecking order right now. You just have to be able to stem the tide here a little bit. When we look at this schedule and we know that they're going to have, as we said, in Philly, we're going to be there for that one against the Flyers, then home for the Sharks, and then what will be a four-game road trip, Vancouver, Seattle, Calgary, and Edmonton. That's going to really start to push us into that 25-game sample size, right? We'll be pushing toward a third of the season. Do you feel confident that you're going to see more Akira Schmid and that you're going to see more consistency from this roster that reminds us the injuries are really what messed us up early? It's now just about addressing this goaltending issue. Yeah, I think you're going to see Akira. How do you not? You know, it's I think you've seen enough of VTech and being pulled, you know, after the fourth goal right there. I think it's I think it's time for Akira in Philly. So. Let's hope so. But I think you're going to see him as much as you're going to see VTech on this West Coast trip. I still think that VTech's going to play. You know, it's, yeah. you know, I don't want Devils fans to think that, you know, Akira is going to get the next five out of six games. I think it's going to be like four out of the next six, maybe three out of the next six games he'll get. But it's still a consistent way to see Akira, which is what we want to do. And listen, maybe he gets hot. Maybe he plays five out of six. That's the sure. hope, right? But, you know, it's, these are winnable games coming up. You know, Flyers have come down to earth, Sharks. We know what the Sharks are. Then you go out West, and that's going to be a tough road trip. No matter who you're playing, when you go out West like that, time change, the travel, the practice schedule, it's all very different for this team. So it's a really good test for this Devils team. Um, But a lot of it, too, is you hope you get Timo back, right? Timo's skating on his own. I think he's a big absence for this team with the physicality aspect. We don't know what's going on with Dougie. But these are winnable games, Adam. And it comes down to really playing our game and defense just – shutting it down and and let's hope that akira has some really good games and the goaltending is obviously going to be an ongoing conversation for this team but to your point man it's you know thursday night at philly friday night san jose at home i'd like to see akira get both of those the beauty of it is with a day off in between i might even try to get him out there i'm uh, oh, sorry with three days off in between before they go on the fifth i would try to get him out there for vancouver as well give them three straight and then give um give VTech the seventh against Seattle and you have the opportunity to go back for Calgary and go to Akira. And then it's a back to back there and you can give VTech another chance as well. So to your point, four out of the next six or so, I'd like you to see, Hey, what does it look like when Akira gets rhythm? Cause guess what? Here's the other little dirty secret. If Akira doesn't look so good, if it <laughs> looks like a bigger sample size, you know, return some similar results to what we've seen from VTech, then we have a different conversation. Then we start to look up the chain of command to, to Fitz and we start to say, what is the perspective on this team overachieved last year? How do we feel this year? And what are we willing to commit and sacrifice in order to get to what we thought was going to be a deep playoff run? That's a large narrative here. And we're going to fold that right into our conversation a quarter of the way through the season. We're going to do that over the weekend here. So after the Philly game, after the Sharks game, you'll hear from us going into the weekend, breaking down our player grades. Danny already blew some of that information. That's okay. We're going to cover everybody's soup to nuts here. We'll also talk about the coaching, talk about the GM, and set some expectations going forward. Until then, though, you get over to YouTube for Devil's Puck Luck. You get over to Twitter for DPL 
uh, NJ Devils DPL. We'll do that for you. And then you also get over to at Danny the Face and at Adam Armbrecht on TikTok, on Snapchat, on Instagram, and on Facebook, all at Devils Puck Luck. Top of the head. Put it to bed, Danny. Cure the torpedo. It's going to take us to victory against the against the Flyers. Let's do this. It wasn't it wasn't clean, but I got it out. It wasn't clean, but I got it out. Yeah, it'd be better. We'll be right back.